0: Perhaps what impact technology and social media have had on content creation or in general the impact of current affairs on the industry. I also try and find out the journey behind each individual's success as this is more important to me than the actual travel. This episode aired on 6th of July 2020 on my YouTube channel and it's with solo female traveller Ratuja Kulkarni. I've not come across many solo female travellers from India. Rituja spoke to me about her reasons for starting. Hi, Rituja. How are you?
1: I'm great. Like we are just uh, out of lockdown. Like since March there was lockdown here, and now the lockdown is released. So people are kind of getting back to normal. Economy is also trying to get back to normal. Yes, I'm back to work. Like I basically, uh, I'm a freelancer, so. Uh, I can work from anywhere. So my work is uh, always going in the lockdown as well.
0: So today is a great way for people to get to know you. So just explain um, how it all started with you, with the world of traveling.
1: I uh, started uh, traveling when I was a kid. Uh, Like my mom, my dad, they are fond of traveling. So they used to, uh, we used to go on uh, vacations. So since then, I started liking traveling. Like, uh, my dad used to take me to the new places, uh, new experiences. So that created a kind of interest in traveling. I, when I grew up, I kind of understood like, my liking towards nature. And I'm very fond of nature. I'm happy exploring. So uh, I would say that nature is the prime reason because of which I travel. And travel uh, brings me a lot of uh, spark in my life, like different experiences, out-of-the-box experiences, which make me happy. So that's why I love traveling.
0: You just mentioned there you went away at such a young age, and that was the same for me, because I went away when I was six years old for the first time and it. I remember it to this day, I remember how much it affected me when it came to me wanting to travel more in the future so it's a a great story to hear a lot of people i've spoken to have said they started solo traveling um how did it all start for you
1: solo traveling and some uh, major turning points in my life happened at the same moment i was married and the relationship was uh, not going so great. There were some problems, some cultural differences, uh, some issues and uh, because of which um, there were some problems in my life and maybe a big questions like what to do next. Uh, at that point of time, I felt like I needed a break and I needed to uh, reconnect with my, myself and so at that moment, you know, I felt like I should go, I should be alone. I should listen to myself. And that was my heart pulse. So I decided, like, I have to follow my heart. And I really want to go to a place which makes my soul happy, where I feel uh, connected to myself. So this decision I took very spontaneously as a solo traveler because uh, of so-and-so things happening in my life and um, I told to my parents that I really need to understand like so I need this for me and my parents are very supportive and they understand all these things and they were like okay fine so I promised myself that I will just leave all the worries and all the questions behind and I will focus on this moment this moment that has to offer me. So I just uh let all the worries behind and I promised that I will stay in this moment and let you f- let my future be a mystery for now. And I went for it. I experienced different things. I was in nature, I was enjoying diving which I did for the first time in my life. I was a uh, Uh, Soaking up the nature's beauty, I was calm and I got answers about many questions like what I really want to do about my life. Uh, I can really do so many things on my own and it gave me a clarity about uh, what I want from life and it was just such a great turning point in my life. Like That decision, that spontaneous decision of going solo, it just changed everything.
0: You explained there about your situation and how you started traveling. I just want to take you back to your, your marriage. And, you know, you said there was a bit of a difference between you and your husband at the time. Why did it not sort of, did, was there sort of problems with freedom, wanting to travel? Was this the issue? We, uh,
1: actually, uh, both of us, uh, like we belong to a different state. And uh, India is uh, full of cultural diversity. So every state, every uh, region has a different culture. And what the way I am born and brought up, and the way his family and he uh, like grown is com- was completely different. So the major cultural difference was uh, about the women. How a woman in my culture is and how a woman in his culture is. So I would say like, uh, uh, in my culture, it's kind of open-minded. Men and women are equal. Women are given equal rights. Like uh, women work. Women can be an entrepreneur. But uh, there, it was kind of a different story. Like they could not accept that part. Like women being an entrepreneur, women going out for work, this was one thing. This was the one major cultural difference we had. Um, also, the views about life, like what you want from life, we both were completely different. Like I wanted to make the world as my home. Like I wanted, I want, I want to travel to the different countries, uh, uh, talk to people, uh, bond with them, so that. It feels like I have family everywhere in the world. And he wanted something different. This was one of the things because of which it did affect me. Like the one year I was, I didn't travel. And travel was the thing which was dearest to my heart. So many things actually, and travel was also one of them.
0: It sounds as though traveling has sort of brought you that inner peace, and it's great to hear because. You can go through certain struggles, but it's great to hear that you can find a way out of it. And hopefully people would get inspired by what you've just said. And also as a a female from India as well, people might think, oh, she's done it solo. I can do it as well.
1: Surely, I would say that uh, especially solo traveling, uh, you know what happens in solo traveling is you are completely with you. You are not surrounded by anyone you know. It's just you and the nature or whatever you like. Maybe you like cities or whatever the place you like. So you can hear your voice. You can hear your internal voice, what, what your heart wants, what your soul wants for you. And that's why I would, I would say that everyone should try solo traveling at least once in life. Because it's, it's like a self-discovery. It's like connecting to yourself, your soul. I feel so.
0: Where would you say was your first place that you went to that opened your eyes and thought, why have I not been doing this before? Um, is there one specific place? The first
1: place of the country is uh, Maldives. Uh, because uh, first thing, it was my first solo travel. And the second beautiful thing about this was Maldives is known as a um, honeymoon destination where, you know, famous for couple. And uh, I went there solo. So that was the irony. But uh, trust me, the experience was beautiful. Because uh, the first thing I did there was I used to uh, just relax on the sea. Then I found out like where I can do diving, where I can learn diving. And I, I literally learned diving for two days. And I did my first dive in Maldives. And the most beautiful thing I experienced was I always wanted to experience the marine beauty, the life underwater. And uh, in Maldiv, I experienced the best of it. I saw mantares, the huge marine. I was surrounded by 30 mantares. And uh, and to me, I was a non-swimmer. Till the age of 27, I was a non-swimmer. When I decided that I'm going to Maldiv, I took swimming classes in my country and learned a bit, not a pro. And then I uh, learned how to jump water for the first time and then uh, kind of got used to it. Jumping in the water, beauty, crystal clear water, that uh, beautiful marine life, those crystals. And it was just amazing. I would say a um, beautiful out-of-the-box experience. Uh, my most favorite uh, destination was uh, Switzerland and Austria because Switzerland is blessed with uh, such a natural beauty. Uh, I mean, I used to to read about Switzerland, think about Switzerland since long and I finally got this opportunity to visit. So that was one of my favorite uh, destinations. And you know, one interesting thing happened with me in Switzerland was um, uh, I, I plan like, um, I'll go in summers, like uh, May end or starting of the June. And, um, I was expecting bright summer in Switzerland and, but it, it so happened that, uh, when I went there, it was raining and I was like, Oh, I was expecting summer and it's raining. Um, and to surprise me more. After rains, the next day it was snowing. I felt blessed. Like, I'm I'm able to see three seasons with difference of just three, four days. I think it was like something very, very beautiful.
0: Has there been any obstacles um, whilst you've been traveling now Sola Has anyone said something to you to say, you know, this is dangerous for a female from India to do so? Um, Are your family very supportive? It
1: starts with the family first. So I would say that uh, my family is very supportive and understand uh, about this travel aspect and traveling solos and we all are very positive. So um, I I think that when you are positive, you always attract that kind of experiences. So till now, wherever I have traveled solo, I've always attracted good experiences. I've attracted good people. And very pleasant and helpful people. So um, it's all great. And I I feel that it will always be great. Uh,
0: What aspect of travelling have you done so far that's been dangerous, would you say? Have you come across anything dangerous?
1: Um, No, no, not dangerous. But uh, I took one risk I would like to share. Uh, I was in Vietnam. And first I was in uh, Hoi An. And I was flying to Hanoi. And I had just one day in Hanoi and um, I always wanted to uh, go to the trek. Uh, the place is called Nibi and it's very, very beautiful. It was so beautiful. Like I just saw the pictures and I so wanted to go to that trek. But uh, you know what happened? I was traveling from Hoyan uh, to Hanoi. I had some issue with my legs. Like I was not able to walk properly, even on the airport. And um, tomorrow I had that trek planned. So, um, I just uh, called up the person who was going to arrange that trip and he said that, see, uh, it's 11 p.m. right now and this is the final registration you can do. After this, we won't take any registration and on-the-spot registrations are not possible. I was positive. I thought that, okay, let's go for it. I mean, uh, it's okay to take risks sometimes. What will happen? Like, Suppose if my leg is not fine, I wouldn't be able to go to that trek. Okay, fine, I'll lose some money. It's hard. I know it's hard to lose money, but uh, but it's okay. I, I, I'm positive. So what I did was I registered for the trek. I told that person that, yes, I'm coming for the trek. And um, after that, I just kept thinking, like, what should I do now? Then I found some home remedies. I called one of my friend who is a fitness freak. I told him like, this is the issue with me. How can you help me? I took the necessary help, I did some home remedies, I uh, did some stretching, and um, I just had six hours left. And in the morning, 90% my leg was completely fine, 10% here and there, but uh, I was able to do that trek. And I, I climbed the 700 steps, I went there, and that moment I felt like, wow, I just did it. So, this is not dangerous, but this was kind of risk I took, and it it taught me so many things, this one incident, to be positive and how positivity can uh, change things. It taught me that.
0: Wow, it just shows you how, you know, you can have issues with your legs and, you know, or anything. Uh, anyone, so other people might have had other issues with other stuff, but you can get yourself through something because you've got that willpower and it's just, it's all in the mind. It's that positive mindset, isn't it really?
1: Uh, yes, positivity and uh, what you think, your mindset can change the situation completely. So uh, a girl with a painful leg can trek the next day. This is possible. I would like to share this thing at this moment that, you know, what people think is, everything goes according to your plans. If you have planned something like this, that happens but reality is not like that in traveling many times things do not go as you plan there is what i would say is beauty in uncertainty so when things are uncertain you should go with that uh, uncertainty go with the flow and experience that beauty i mean uncertainty can be so beautiful and your plans should be flexible you should just go with the flow as the flow takes you and you should enjoy so that's what I learned from this and I experienced
0: it. Absolutely. As, I mean, that is so true about traveling. Nothing is the same. You know, things change every single day. You could come across something and you have to just go with the flow. You know, it's, it's just, that's just the way things are with traveling. And
1: I, I think that applies to the life. It's like uh, the lessons from travel you can apply in life as well. Like you have to go with the flow as the flow takes you and accept the uncertainty. If I try to find the beauty in uncertainty. I think it, it's applicable in life as well.
0: Sometimes when you plan something well in advance, that excitement might have gone by the time you get to it, you see. But when you've done when you planned something all of a sudden, like just like that... You've got something really to look forward to and I think I think that's also part of travelling. So and um, that's one of the things I love about travelling, the spontaneity. What does the future hold for traveling now? Um especially what do you think COVID has done for traveling and I
1: would not consider it like we have to travel with this scenario, with the virus thing. I would say that the virus thing will get sorted. I feel that like we should we should believe it at our heart that it will get sorted if the virus can come at a sudden solution can also come so i am re- really very positive that things will get back to normal as it was so i consider that as it was as i was traveling in 2019 maybe in some time i'll travel the same way
0: where would you like to go next for your first destination after everything's back to normal
1: i i, I want to explore europe everywhere like the iceland Uh, Ireland then um, other countries like uh, Austria haven't explored completely so I would love to do Europe backpacking trip wherein um, I guess two months or so just backpacking trip in Europe I would love to stay in hostels experience the hostel life like that
0: yeah I mean hostel life can be a bit of a uh, an experience, you, you know, it's, uh, depending on what type of hostel you go to, you can stay in. I'm sure um, you'll enjoy the hostel life when you start travelling again. Where, where would you say you've had your most favourite cuisine or you've become fond of cuisine-wise?
1: Uh, actually, um, I'm vegetarian. So when I uh, travel outside, uh, it happens that uh, sometimes I find... Difficult to get uh, vegetarian food, but uh, I, I try to manage getting the veg- vegetarian food. You know, the people are very supportive. When you explain them that you don't eat meat or something like that, then they are very supportive. They are willing to help you. So uh, I think there is nothing favorite. I feel that the beauty is to adjust according to the country. Whatever you get there, enjoy that. Whatever, uh, like in Vietnam, for example, uh, that rice rolls. I've never had that rice rolls before. And what excites me is new things. So, whatever I find new in any country, I try to blend with that, and that makes me happy. Like the new, new thing. new food.
0: For a lot of people, is when they go abroad and not try any of the food, and I think that's just a waste. You know, why go somewhere when you're not going to try the local food? And for me, that's all about traveling you know I love trying out different foods and everything so I'm surprised people when they don't try anything thank you for being so honest about your your uh, story and telling us about your relationship and how it ended and and what led you to traveling It's uh, it was a fascinating insight um, I always say this to everyone hopefully our paths will cross one day and we meet each other um, but uh, no, I really appreciate you taking your time and speaking to me. So thank you very much for that.
1: Thank you, Shep. Thank you so much. Uh, this experience is the first time for me and I'm so grateful for you for this to you. And I'm so happy sharing my travel stories. And what I would say, if my story inspires at least a few people, I would be so happy because if this thing's, um, would change good idea to someone, I'm happy about it and I'm so happy about this overall experience and yes we'll meet soon this world is very short so we'll cross our paths
0: thank you so much for your time thank you you can follow my guests on all of their social media platforms the details are in the description that's it for take a wonder with shebs don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms until next time bye for now